welcome to Walking on the Wild Side, a podcast dedicated to exploring the natural resources of the Southeast and hopefully instilling in you, our listener, a curiosity about our flora and fauna and fostering a sense of appreciation for the beauty and diversity of our natural resources. As always, I'm joined by my wife and co-host, Gabrielle, who is on her way to becoming quite the naturalist herself. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Walking on the Wild Side. We are coming to you. What, what is that noise I in the know. background? You sounds know what like, it is. Sounds like water. It's the Catawba River. The Catawba River. We are coming to you live from the R- Catawba River today on yeah. this beautiful Sunday afternoon. And so today's date, which is kind of mid-May, yeah. and we have lucked out. We have hit the Rocky Shoals spider lily bloom in like full blast. Oh my God, it's incredible. It's, We've been wanting to do this paddle for years now. I don't know why we haven't. But we finally, oh, we got some birds out here with us. Yeah, red-winged blackbirds yeah. are flying around. We've got tree Speaking swallows of, flying around. As we were trying to find our spot to, to broadcast from, uh, we were paddling down river, and all of a sudden we saw this beautiful osprey. Oh, did you see? He, he circled. Circled. Then he hovered, and then he and wheeled. And he just, yep. just dove And he first. nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it and came right up and everything with a fish, and it was it was cool. Yeah. Now, the cool thing, too, is here, we're so we're basically on the riverside of Lansford Canal State Park. Yes. Um, and so you're going to hear water. You may hear people laughing and, and paddling by, and, and you may hear an occasional airplane. That's fine. We're actually sitting on a rock in the middle of the river, and we're looking over Smack at the Lansford Canal observation deck. in the middle of the river. And they're looking over here going, what in the world are those crazy people doing? They're and talking to themselves. They, and why are they in our picture? <laughs> and why, why, are they, why do they have to be right smack dab in the but middle of the lilies? But y'all, let me just tell you, we are literally surrounded like 360 degrees surrounded by these absolutely spectacular gorgeous spider lilies and so we'll we'll post some of these pictures on walking on the wild sides webpage yeah uh and also on our nature nook facebook page as well and of course gabriel's facebook page my facebook page stuff like that but this this is probably one of the things i've wanted to do i've seen them from the shore before yes Uh, and being from columbia there are a few scattered populations uh, up on the Congaree River uh, on Columbia. You can actually stand on the Blossom Street Bridge and, and you could see spider lilies there. But this is a perfect example of what I would consider to be incredibly rare, but locally abundant. Yes. There are, guys, I'm telling you, I can't, I can't tell you. There are hundreds of thousands of lilies. And the funny thing is the ones we're seeing today only bloom for a day. So they only bloom, what we're seeing today is going to only bloom for today? Yeah, yeah, the flowers themselves come out for one day. And it's kind wow. of interesting because to hit it like we've hit it, I mean, it's going to be almost close to 90 degrees today. It's partly yeah. cloudy with it that South like Carolina it. cobalt blue sky. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, and, and so you got that blue, the water's clear. So, I mean, you can hit it when the water's running high and it's muddy. It can be raining and the blooms have been knocked down, all kinds of stuff. You but, can get it when it's lower and bounce off of more rocks than I have today. Oh, my gosh. We have <laughs> done the butt scoot boogie uh, here, which is all part of it. But I That's mean, why they're called Rocky Shoals spider look at, lilies. Look at where we are. So, I mean, and, and it, it took t- that effort to get here. Totally and worth the effort. It's amazing. I mean, I hate to say this about nature, but it, it looks like something man-made. Because almost every rock that you see has a cluster of 40 to 60 um, spider lily blooms on it. Yeah. 
So, so we're here at Lansford Canal that we said that's, that's kind of the place. The reason we came here, guys, is because this is the world's largest concentration of the Rocky Shoals spider lily. How lucky are we, like oh. in the entire world? In Chester County. In Chester County. Yeah. Little old Chester County, South Little Carolina. Little Chester County. But, but it's on the Catawba River. Now, the Catawba River is about 240-something miles long. And unfortunately, uh, it's dammed up about 14 times. Oh. And the dams are what are contributing to, along with water quality, crap like that, you know, from all the development and everything going on, is contributing to the decline of these beautiful flowers. Mm. That's but a shame. there is a, a, a you know, kind of a movement underway to tear down some of those extant dams that are no longer working and they don't need them for power. So they're looking at tearing them down. And so if they do, you know, we'll give them back the habitat that they need, which is clear flowing water with um, sediment flowing. and rocks. Oh, it is moving. <laughs> and, and so, uh, and rocks. So it's rocky shoals is what we're looking for. And so the interesting thing is, there is a coffer dam up ahead of the uh, spider lilies up there where they built to guide ships into uh, or barges into a man-made canal system. Well, it's called Lansford Canal. Lansford canal so yeah. they can bypass this very habitat that flourishes. Can you imagine being back in the 1800s and coming through and seeing Oh all my these gosh, flowers? no. I mean, what that an had to amazing be spectacular. Thing. So it's kind of a misnomer because it's called a spider lily, but it's actually related to the amaryllis and daffodils. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so how does a plant like this adapt? We know a lot of spider lilies that we, and we may see spider lilies in Okefenokee in a couple weeks. Ooh. Um, but we're not going to see Rocky Shoals spider lilies. We'll see the wetland plants. And of course, they grow a little more prolifically because they have much more habitat than we have here. But they're yeah. so specific in their habitat. And it's interesting, these flowers, what they do is they bloom and they're pollinated by hummingbirds. They're pollinated by bumblebees, all kinds of, Yay, of insects and butterflies. The other cool thing is there is a sphinx moth that comes out at night. These things bloom at night. They get pollinated at night as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I mean, to see all this and to see all the beautiful flowers, um, they can actually reproduce um, vegetatively as well as sexually, you know, with the flowers. Mm -hmm. But they have these round seeds that are green in color and they're perfectly smooth, look almost like a green acorn. And what they do is they fall into the water and they roll around on the bottom until they get lodged into a crevice and then they sprout up. And then they create all these clonal um, bunches of flowers. So anywhere you see it that, are, that a, a little seed can get, and I say a little seed, but it is about the size of an acorn, lodge in those rocks, it'll send out roots and then it'll anchor itself to these rocks. And you see how it's anchored to the rocks. It's crazy. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't grow in dirt like regular plants do, which is crazy. It like wraps around these rocks and yeah. stuff. It's really and, neat. And those roots, the roots have what's called arenchyma. Arenchyma are do, cells. Do, 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 do. <laughs> arenchyma. arenchyma. <laughs> the arenchyma is actually spaces in the roots, so it can actually store oxygen. Huh. Um, they are considered to be an aquatic macrophyte, uh, which basically means a plant that lives in the water. But, you know, varying water levels and stuff like that can obviously affect the health of these plants. So do they get their nutrients from the water? They do get nutrients from okay. the water, and they photosynthesize as well. Huh. The other cool thing, I think, and if you look here, we're looking through all these beautiful little islands of flowers. And between these islands of flowers, look around, you see the water is actually flowing rapidly between yes. them. Yes. So that kind of helps with competition. So if it was slower water and sediment, you'd get a lot of emergent vegetation. Oh, okay. Maybe even some invasives that would threaten them. So these invasives so, don't threaten them. So that's uh, why they thrive so well in They here. do. So, okay. so they have very specific habitats. Now, guess what? They're only found in three states. 
They're only found in Alabama, South Carolina, and Georgia. And South Carolina here on Catawba is the largest concentration. Wow. Now also in McCormick County, there's a place called Stevens Creek, and they actually have spotted lilies growing there, and they're working on propagating them in greenhouses and then take them out and reestablishing the oh, population. Oh, very cool. So they're doing a fantastic, oh man, one of, the, one of the blooms just cut loose and is floating on the water. You see it? It's coming right for us. Yeah, it sure is. I think that rock's gonna hold it up though. Yeah, it may run right into it and smack into it, but oh, nope, I think it's going around. Hey. Whoa, there it is. <laughs> so yeah, so all kinds of things um, occur here. I mean, you hear that goose honking. Uh, they got Canada geese here. The other thing too is there's a, there's a family of bald eagles uh, that lives right across the river over there and they've been nesting there for the last 20 years. And uh, the naturalist there told me that it was actually a permanent resident. It doesn't migrate. Huh. So there's a pair that's living, and we've seen the, the uh, nest tree a couple of times. So this is the time of year where we may see fledglings, we may see, you know, immatures flying Very around. Cool. There's actually a huge nest here at Lanceford Canal State Park, too. Yep, that's the one that's uh, for this pair we're talking about. Okay, yeah. So the, um, the spider lilies themselves, now you think about them photosynthesizing, you see these beautiful green. What do you think might eat these guys? Oh, I hear those geese honking in the yeah. background. So, eat the spider lilies? Yeah, I feel like probably there are some waterfowl that possibly eat the bulbs if they can get them in free float. But believe it or not, deer will actually swim out to these shoals and they'll, they'll graze on the uh, spider lilies themselves. Oh. And of course, there's all kinds of beetles and things like that to feed on them. But as you're looking around, if you look at these plants up close, they look amazing. I mean, they don't look like they've been eat on. They don't look no. like they've been No, I mean, there's some on. that are past their prime that have yeah. bloomed and are starting to die, but there's beautiful fresh ones right behind them. So. Sure. I mean, other than that, there's not a lot of stuff that eats it. Like we said, you know, you're looking around and seeing them. They look in great shape. Some of the flowers are past due, right? You know, yes. they're looking like, yeah. but boy, the green foliage. So they oh, have man. this uh, the, about a one inch in diameter hollow stalk that comes right up and it produces three to five flowers. I mean, it's just gorgeous. I mean, I, I, I can't really describe it any better other than the fact that if you look at it, it looks like green plants that it snowed just on the river. I mean, it is. it looks like it's covered in snow. It does. Now, I'm sure otters come around here, and I'm sure a lot of animals are feeding on a lot of the things that are attracted to the lilies. And that's why you're seeing, I mean, I've seen a couple of sandpipers on the rocks. We've seen lots of turtles. Um, yeah. You know, and then we're also seeing those red-winged blackbirds flying around in land, and of course... Yeah, you can hear them chitty-chattering in yeah, the background. And every once in a while you hear that conkeree from the male, that conkeree, that yeah. beautiful call. And of course the geese flying over. So, and of course, being a Clearwater River like this, there's always muskrat, there's always otter, there's all kinds of crazy... We saw some big carp. Oh, Lord. It was almost like seeing dolphin down well, on the coast. That was crazy. They in front of the boat, and I was yeah, like, they did. there's no freshwater dolphins here. They were that big. <laughs> yeah, they were huge. That's incredible. So, so, guys, the way we got here is we put in at Lansford Canal, and we paddled down about maybe a mile, mile and a half, and as we came around the bend, we saw the flowers, and it was just... I mean, it, it's almost like you have to take your hat off and have a moment of silence. Yeah. It is that striking how beautiful it is. And... The other thing that's really striking me right now, sitting here in the middle of all of them, is the scent. Oh gosh, the so smell. William Bartram actually said, you know, <sighs> it is very odiferous, and it is, they're, they're so, so sweet. So sweet, sweet, I mean, but just, not like sickeningly sweet. They're very right. fresh. Not perfumey. No, not perfumey, very natural, fresh, sweet mm. smelling. It's Well, and the flower themselves are growing in clumps, and then so to describe the flower, it's almost like a, a hexagonal flower that's about probably three inches across, and then these long sepals that come off of that, which gives it the name being a spider. 
But then you look at those roots, and, you know, and they got those hollow spaces in the store of oxygen, and they're anchored to the rocks because, you know, for them to be here, they've been here for quite a long time. And you imagine the water levels after we get a heavy rain. I mean, it could wash them right off, right? Yeah. But these things are anchored heavily to that. And, and you can't see them in the wintertime. No. There's no vegetative uh -oh. part at all. Wasn't it just, uh, was it in 2020? Because, you know, 2020 was such a great year that the water <laughs> level was so high that they really didn't even bloom that year. It was a very Yeah, it was, uh, it was a period of time year. where we had a lot of rain and, and the bloom, there may Pretty be a few blooms, but it was, just, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a bad year. <clears throat> but so, looking at these critters now, they sure have rebounded. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'm a, you, you know, I'm a naturalist, wildlife biologist, and, and I've only seen them from the shore, and I've wanted to do this for a long We've time. You've wanted to do this, this for a long for time. Years. And William Bartram, can you imagine him as he traveled through as a naturalist oh my seeing gosh, this for the first time? Breathtaking, right? Well, and that, that kind of brings me to another thing, obviously. And, and, you know, William Bartram came through many, many years back in the 1700s, I think. And, of course, they would collect some to send back to... Uh, England. The the problem I want to tell you is one of the other issues facing spider lilies is people actually collect them. <laughs> and so people need to leave them alone, enjoy them because they are yes, wild. Like you said, they they're are locally, locally abundant. abundant, but otherwise very, very rare. So, so don't pick the wildflowers. Realistically, in about a four, maybe even a three square mile section, and that's it. They're no more. Yeah. So this is the population. So, you know, leave them and appreciate yeah. them and love them. Take a picture. It lasts longer. Oh, I just I just heard some kids giggling and laughing. Yeah. So we got some folks coming through. So you know, I, I tell you, you know, part of me wants all this to myself. I don't want to see anybody else. But the other part of me is good to know that kids and families are out, hopefully respectfully looking at and these appreciating things. Appreciating. And it looks them. like they are. But the fact that this gets people outside, this gets people appreciating nature, and that's what we need. We need yeah. more people to see nature, and and hopefully they're getting it explained to them that this is all Mother Nature. This is not planted. This is not something they created so you can pay admission and come in. This is a natural phenomenon. I mean, incredible. So what do you think, baby? You like all this stuff? Are you are you happy? Are you glad oh, we came? Oh my gosh. I mean, we could have gone through Lowe's and saw flowers, right? No, no. not like this. <laughs> not like not this. At all. I think when we're done, I just want to sit and like appreciate and oh, yeah. immerse myself in this for a little bit because this is just absolutely spectacular well, if you live anywhere in the southeast i think it's definitely worth the trip the sound of the water i would say the only thing in my mind that's probably a detriment to this is the fact that we're probably over the flyway for charlotte international and we've heard numerous planes we can't do anything about that but i'm gonna tell you what sitting out here on the rock in the sun surrounded by beautiful fragrant floral lilies and the trickling sound yeah, of the river like in the background. It's like all immersive. It's, it's all the senses, the it is. sight. I hope you guys can hear it. I mean, it is just, let's just, there's a plane, obviously, but let's just let everyone for a second give a few seconds of silence and let them just hear. I mean, that, I'm going to turn it up a little bit so people can hear the, the river. Here we go. And every once in a while you hear the wind rustle through the leaves. Oh, oh gosh. And the birds chirping. And those geese honking. Mm -hmm. And that silver-bellied gas guzzler flying over the top. That's amazing, isn't it? Spectacular. Well, I tell you, there's really not much else to say about these beautiful lilies. Um, you, you've got to see it to believe it, I think. Um, if you're anywhere in the southeast, it's so worth the trip. Lansford Canal is a beautiful park. Absolutely. You can enjoy, and like Marvin said, they've got an observation deck, so even if you don't 
have a, a kayak or a boat or some way to get out on the water, you can still take a short hike. It's maybe what, a mile, two miles from the mile parking and a half, lot? I think they say, yeah. To the observation deck, and you can still observe these beautiful spider lilies uh, from that observation deck. And they've got a tent set up at the gate, and they're taking admission and everything like that. But guys, please, please support our state parks. Yes. I mean, they do a wonderful job keeping up the trails, keeping clean bathrooms, and, and providing vistas like this for us. So yeah. if you can and get out, support your uh, get support your, your local state park. park. Passport. It's get only your passport. $99 a yes. year. And it gives you access to all the state parks in South Carolina. I mean, what what a great way to spend an afternoon with the family. Pack a picnic lunch, come out here, hike down, see these lilies. But you better do it quick because you've only got about another probably another, three weeks tops. Yeah, yeah. they're going to um, be fading out for the year. We'll, and we'll, if you can't get to it this year, maybe look on the website and they actually will predict for you yes. when they feel like there'll be a peak time for these lilies and stuff. And they'll tell you what the water levels are. So if you can't paddle, you can hike the trail. The other thing you can do is learn about the amazing history involved with the canal that was built by Irish migrants. And it's hard to believe they've got a canal system in Columbia too. And I believe this eventually would get barges around these shoals and get them all the way down to Columbia. So a lot of history involved with it too. But at the very, the and very least. And you can least. still see the, the lock structures here oh, gosh. as well. And the stonework that they yeah. hand laid. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. You can see the keystone. Yeah, and you've also, you also can see they've got great interpretive signage that interprets yes. all that stuff as well. So, yeah, support your state parks because you'll be able to see stuff like this. Well, that's kind of, a, kind of an interesting, interesting way to end. You know, history kind of mixes with nature. And, and when I used to work at Kalkal Interpretive Center, one of our things we coined was heritage to habitat. And that's pretty much what this is. This is heritage, uh, history, and it goes to habitat. So, but that kind of, you know, makes me think this is two weeks in a row, or, or sorry, two podcasts in a row where we've actually paddled on water. So, you know. Yeah, super fun. It's it's now time to kind of go into teaser time. <gasps> teaser time. Teaser time. So we've got, do you have any hints for, you got a couple of hints for our next I think subject? we're going to talk about little helicopters in the sky. Yeah, and I'm going to call them um, um, mosquito hawks. Yes, is another name that's a for good them. name for them. And, um, and I think we'll talk about that and we'll talk about their life cycle and everything. So guys, um, listen up on that because it'll be, it'll be fascinating uh, as we talk about these miniature monsters next time. But you know, <laughs> you, you can, if you want to, you can walk on the wild side along the trail and get out here and see the spider lilies. But hey, just for this episode, you're not gonna see spider lilies unless you're outside paddling, paddling on, on the, the wild, wild side. side.